I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, luminary. John Denman. John Denman. All right, live from uh, House of Blues, Houston, this is Drink of Ages radio show on ESPN 97.5. Hope everybody's having a great time. We're drinking some really good beers up here. And yeah, you got some woos from the audience. Always you got a woo guy. We're waiting for the yeah guy. The the woo the the, the woo guys are always good. Yeah. Uh, the woo girls are a little bit better, but you know we'll take whatever we can get. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is the world's only show that sits back and drinks nothing but the good beers and has nothing but badass music playing. And our music guest today is going to be the Powell Brothers. Uh, you will hear them playing live here at House of Blues, and there's some more woos. Yes, so a, lot of, woos. a lot of woo guys today. A lot of woo guys. And so, yeah, we have the Powell Brothers, our music guests, and then our brewery guest this week is Bobby Harrell from Back Pew Brewery. Um, I'm waving. But so radio people, I waved at you. Uh, people who are watching the odd video, I waved. I obviously waved at you. So one thing I did forget... Tom Painter. I'm John Denman. Yeah, we're always we, here. We, we're, we're always here. <laughs> and but the Powell Brothers would have a these guys, show. That that sound check was like just like it's like we're the, in for a treat. The Powell Brothers. Uh, if you haven't been following them too much lately, you definitely need to look them up. Uh, I know a lot of people have. They've exploded over the last like year and a half, two years, and they're playing stadiums all over the country, doing a bunch of badass stuff, and they make some great music. So. Pretty kick ass they're going to be playing here. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a good. Uh, it's going to be a good time. I mean, behind us, I'm they're going to be saying, playing right saying. behind you, Bobby. I'm trying, trying to get the radio people. So behind us is about two feet behind my chair. So it's we're really close. It's 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 like creepy. I feel it, and I have no musical talent at all. But I'm really good at listening. So I'm looking forward to it. I've got a that I do every show. It's pretty good. It's kind of like a shaker. Yeah, yeah he does like a shaker sound. Yeah, um, we haven't figured out how to like implement that into making the show better, but it just happens. And it's like Galveston Island was here last week, and, and we had a whole kind of thing going at the end. Oh, nice! Well, once all the beer started hitting, the that will the shaking started. Going. That, one, that show got a little fuzzy though. So, well, if you do the if you do the shaker, you need to get John a vibraphone. It's an it's an under it's an under respected piece of instrument. You just I, whack it; it goes pa. I, I really can definitely fun. do that. It's really fun. Guys, 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 we need to get back to beers. Speaking of beers, where are we drinking? <laughs> uh, we're drinking some Chola. This is Chola. She's back. Uh, the second year doing Chola. She got a little refresh on the can design. Um, it's a Mexican-style lager. It's our interpretation of it. So basically, we went back. I'm a, you know, we're German-style lager brewery primarily. Uh, and the core of, of Mexican lagers is German beer. Some Germans came over to Mexico, and the Mexicans said, hey, you want to brew some beer? And they said, sure. Um, and so they basically took the Vienna lager, moved it over to Mexico, and over time it's changed a little bit, but we went back a little bit more to the core. So, um, but this year just turned out effing fire. I, we're on the radio. Uh, it's, it's fire this year. So it, if you haven't checked it out, it just hit last week. Uh, it's, it's going quick. Uh, so very excited about it, and uh, it's great to showcase more lager beers in the Houston beer world. Oh yeah. Um, so nice, beautiful, filtered, clear, beautiful golden beer. 
we're the right market for it, for sure. The, uh, John and I were talking right, right before the show, because this is our uh, second, now his third, and uh, I was like, it's like, John, what type of beer is this? He's like, well, it's an easy drinking, all day, light, refreshing. It's like, I noticed you're not saying what the, it's like, I'm using a lot of adjectives, Tom. Something. You can drink it all day. It's easy drinking. Well, that is the point. That, that, that is, that's, that's the goal. That's the beautiful thing about lager beers is you love to drink all day, right? And so if you love to drink all day, it's a, it's a great option for you. It's not going to wreck your palate. It's going to be beautiful, easy drinking. Um, and, and the cool part about it was it was a it was a fun one to do. I actually stayed away from the Mexican lager for a while just because I was like, who's going to buy a Mexican lager from a white dude in Porter? Um, and so it took me a while to figure out how. Other white how, people in Porter? I, I, yeah, yeah, but that's a small subset of the world, believe it or not. Um, and so, um, you know, how exactly do we do we do this the right way so that way other people besides just you know just getting like absolutely hammered for it. Um, can we actually identify with it? And it actually was brought to us to do this. It, well, it, was, it wasn't really us. They were like, hey, you know, check out this artwork. Wouldn't it be great if you called it Beer Chola? It was actually a, a Hispanic female. I was like, yeah, that'd be rad. Uh, I, I didn't know how else to do it because a lot of people have attempted it, you know, in the crappier world. Tom, you're familiar with this. A lot of people have tried the Mexican lager. How do you really make that work? Especially you're immediately going to go up against behemoths, Dos Equis, all those dudes. Sure. And, their marketing budget is more than my revenue uh, on a yearly basis. So, or, uh, um, you know, what do you really do with that? And I think that this is really something cool where it can harken back to, um, you know, it identifies with Houston. If you check out her tattoos on the can, there are a lot of the back pew tattoos, Houston tattoos. You'll see Court 45, stuff like that. Um, and then, uh, you know, so it should, you know, there should be some pride there that, yes, it, it's a Mexican style lager brewed in Houston um, and, you know, for our market. So it should be really something pretty cool. It is a, it, such an easy drinking beer, and which I've, I've and I got to make more lager beer, so I'm happy. Yeah, and you and Bobby, you love making the lagers. Let's just be realistic here. Uh, that, that is <laughs> that is what we you got a big one coming. Yeah, a big a big one. Oh, the Rand Me beer. That's a that's a blonde Doppelbach, ten percent. Beautiful. Should we save that one for the last segment? Yeah, yeah I'm just saying it's coming. It's a lager segment. Well, minus this crazy fucking thing. But I know. Yes, uh, minus the crazy thing. It's it's a lager segment. So I was all excited. I was like, man, I'm coming on. I'm throwing the loggers. Let's do it. <laughs> the two beers you brought. Like Rand, uh, which congratulations on the anniversary. No, thank you. Uh, five years. Five years is, uh, is, is actually pretty huge. Especially and since one of them was COVID. Well, does that really, yeah. like, what even happened that year, right? I mean, it happened. No, I mean, like, you know, between the awesome support from Houston, Porter, the surrounding areas, you know, we made it through, mo pretty much every brewery made it through in Houston, mostly from that support. I mean, there was a lot of things that factored in with that, but, um, you know, while it, while not a great year by any means, you know, we watched a lot of our customers really suffer, especially, um, you know, we have multiple avenues. That's one great thing about being on the brewing side. We can sell from the tap room, we can, so we can sell the Go Beer. A lot of folks couldn't. So it was a year for growing pains, I would say. It was it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of movement in the personnel area, uh, and I don't mean just like getting rid of people, but a lot of people took this opportunity to move around. People who weren't that enthralled with the with the business, as you guys know, maybe said, you know what, maybe I don't like this business as much as I thought I did. Um, but then again, there were people who proliferated. You guys had Josh Alad, who is who's now moved on. So you know, he took he took. I, a, I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, uh, who? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, he went from he went from just a dude posting on Instagram to you know it was a really cool transition. So yeah, so yeah, Josh was uh, is an incredible beer photographer. 
we hired him right before the pandemic, and I was I remember giving him a two week like schedule of like, all right, two weeks of training, then we're gonna we're gonna hit the ground running, <laughs> and then right when that training ended, the pandemic began throughout whatever. But but there's a lot of like we lost a, our head brewer during the thing. We didn't lose him. He went over to Great Heights, but he was getting really stressed because it was a incredibly stressful time when it's especially when you're a brewery like for us distro and we have no bars to distribute to we have a keg castle i mean you guys same thing spindle tap the same thing the uh i mean it's really challenging times but now we're i think a lot of us are in better places now than we were before but it's kind of only a hard year but you gotta you learn you learn to go a little faster move a little quicker oh yeah 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 uh it just it just changes, but but it's, but overall, hey, it's any business. It's a challenge. There's a lot uh, of we're not the only weaving. people. Uh, of course, if we were in the corrugate business or the aluminum can business, we'd be really good. Or if we were HEB, we'd just be counting money. But um, you know, we decided to make beer instead, so we're at least we're happy. Yeah. And then uh, John just took a one-year break from, from, from radio. He's just like, yeah, this is a good year for staying on the couch. Uh, I, I felt like it was going to be a good time to take a vacation. <laughs> and so, you know, unfortunately... Uh, without the, the actual down. vacation. Yeah, and without the vacation. Well, I mean, there, there, were, there, was, there was some vacations in there. You know, some very socially distant, awkward, uh, just like get in the woods, go run around for like a few weeks. But no, it was, uh, it was a really good time to take off. Yeah. Reset for sure. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate because now that life is kind of returning back to normalist, right? People getting vaccinated, things. People are yeah. people are coming back. Well, actually, I went to Back Pew a few like like a couple months back, and and like Porter, Texas, much like Katy, Texas. It's you know it's it's enough in the outskirts where it's like you know big, the people are ready to go. You know, well, and, and having outdoor <laughs> facilities like ours is hugely beneficial because it's yeah. everybody's jazzed up and ready to rock. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's been, like I said, the, the outpouring of support for somewhere to go. People are looking to do stuff. Um, I was just joking with, with, uh, with my ops guy today. I was like, yeah, you, you know, what we, we, uh, summers in, for the beer industry is always interesting um, because it, everybody thinks, oh, everybody's buying all this beer. I was like, well, kind of, but a lot. normally people travel. Last year, people didn't travel. Like, there was nowhere to go. Like, where you, okay, I'm going to go here and sit in my car, and I'm going to go here and sit in my car. So they didn't go anywhere. Um, so it's a little bit different now. People can travel, but I think, unfortunately, America's still on most people's lists of you have to quarantine for 14 days when you arrive. So it won't be international. Um, I think Canada still has the border closed even, so you can't even go see the Canucks. I mean, what the hell? Um, but I think there will be a lot of interstate transport, which will be really fun. I think we're going to see a lot of people coming through that, uh, you know, like also looking to travel. So it's going to be a cool year. Um, a little bit different, but, uh, you know, finding out a lot of cool stuff about the U.S. that maybe we've forgotten. Um, but... But, uh, but that's all to say that you need a lot of beer to do that. I mean, you know, fuel for your car, you know, beer for your, for your fuel. Well, I mean, beer tourism is, has to be getting to an all-time high. And I think this year you're going to see a whole lot more of, like, let's go places where we can bounce around yeah. to a bunch of breweries and hang out, try a bunch of different beers. For sure. Also, we're, Texas specifically, we're getting an influx of so many people from California. other states. Yeah. yeah. I mean, our head brewer that, that we hired last, last summer, he's from San Diego. He used to work at Carl Strauss and South Park and all that. So it's, but the California migration is real and that, well, I mean, those people are thirsty AF. All those, all those places over there have a very high uh, brewery to people density, right? So, um, and that's only going to impact us in like a, a pretty fantastic way. 
So what you're people. saying is that it's going to be a really good year. I think it's going to be a really good year. <laughs> yeah. Well, like just like people get really excited to go out to to Arbury and 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 back and does this too of like live music, right? Like it's like oh, it's been so it's been so long since I whatever. And these are just the people that are at now, and like there's still people that are slowly coming out of their shells. And once they come out, it's that's a good time. Well, the good thing about Backview is that you have like 14 acres. Yeah. That if you really just like, you know what? I feel like having a beer, but I don't want to be close to people. <laughs> you can go in that back corner and be 100 have yards fun. away yep. from everybody. You don't have to worry about touching. It's the perfect touching, place for a, a craft beer Airbnb. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> we've, we've asked. We've been asked a lot of times to have like a, I can't remember what it's called right now, but basically where people with uh, campers and stuff could come and like just randomly camp out. And I was like. Uh, that that seems like a lot. They're like, no, 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 you just need a place where we can dump our tanks and all this. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's a lot more than I thought. Like, uh, yeah, so, no, we can't do that, but it would be fun. Uh, one day we might be able to, but today is not that day. But we've been we've been uh, approached with that on multiple occasions when people have shown up with their RVs and giant diesel pushers and stuff. I was like, oh, man, I don't know where you're going to park. Uh, they're like, oh, we'll just park in the back. I was like, I don't... That that's, seems that's, like a portrait. I mean, like, I want you to hang out, but just for a little while. Not, not, people not have like done that in our camp. parking lot, too. Camping hey. at a brewery, I think, is a great idea. And well, I'm, I'm thinking the brewery breweries. just has, like, a few <laughs> airstreams and just has their own bed and breakfast <laughs> yeah. thing, only on the weekends. Yeah, It could be fun. It's, uh, it's something that it's an untapped market. It's an untapped market. Yeah. All right, let's take a break, and uh, let's listen to some Power Brothers, because they're one badass band. And they're about to get on stage and play some music. So this is Drink of Ages radio show. And yes, we're going to go drink some beer over here while they go up there. Fresh off the canning line at True Anomaly is Go Flight with four packs available now. This is a hazy IPA through and through with loads of soft and juicy tropical fruit flavors contributed from the Mosaic, Citra, and Galaxy hops. If you're heading out to watch the Astros, Rockets, or Dynamo, stop by for a beer before the game. True Anomaly is walking distance from all the stadiums. Don't have a ticket? Come and watch the games in the tap room. Trivia every Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. and DJ Cherry Light Bounce is there Thursdays to help bring in the weekend and get the new beer pouring strong. You can book the barrel room at True Anomaly for your next special event they can also accommodate business meetings and happy hours check out their website for a booking link trueanomalybrewing.com new magnolia brewing a great place to bring the family and your dogs while enjoying some excellent beers lots of parking and a great outdoor area crawfish chris is back this saturday cooking up crawfish and all the fixings look for new magnolia beers at hebs and find them at total wine the weeks ahead stop by new magnolia and see what we've been talking about great beers great place and great people Search and follow New Magnolia Brewing on social media platforms for special releases and events. Happy 5th anniversary to Bobby and the gang at Backview Brewing up in Porter. Badass place to go and have some excellent pints. While you're there, try the anniversary beer Rand, a Belgian Golden Strong Ale fermented in fresh toasted oak barrels and bottle conditioned. Clocking it at a nice 9% ABV, this is one excellent beer. 
Also, be on the lookout for Chola, a Mexican-style lager that is way too crushable, especially as temperatures are rising. Check it all out at backpewbrewing.com or stop by the sanctuary for some pints. Valentin's Brewery is a small but growing family-owned nano brewery in Pearland, Texas, making award-winning beers in all different styles. Always something new to try on tap. Bring the family and the dogs while enjoying the spacious backyard while the new tap room is being built. If you're into the sour stuff, Valentin's is releasing two Berliners, a pear and an apple. These beers are like adult Gatorades. Make the short drive to Valentin's and try some award-winning, very tasty brews. Valentin's.com, V-A-L-L-E-N-S-O-N-S.com. Hey, this is Blake Harris, the general manager of Rudyard's British Pub. Just want to invite you guys out to our Thursday night steak and pint night. It's $25 for a 16-ounce New York strip, party potatoes, Caesar salad, and a free pint. As well, starting at 7 o'clock, we've got $4 pints all night long. Right now, we're doing about 20 on drafts, and in the near future, we will be increasing that number. So come check us out. We're at 2010 Wall Drive in Montrose. Find you on a rainy night's deep grade Up ahead, some of that making notes high 
Got finished listening to some Power Brothers. Fantastic. Man, fantastic. I was waiting on those. Waiting on those. That was not the Power Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm John Denman, Tom Painter, co host. Bobby Harrell from Back Pew is our guest for this week's show. Hello. And one thing that I also want to congratulate you on five years. Thank you. Rand is absolutely phenomenal. Ah, oh, yes, our anniversary we beer. We will get some of that. Our anniversary beer, yeah. It's, uh, keep talking, and then uh, I'm going to interrupt you with uh, a brewer's Ooh. favorite sound. But one thing that uh, happened also in Bobby's life is he recently got married. It's true. I saw that. Uh, that's yeah, two Fridays ago. Two fr- yeah, it was very, uh, not very that recent. long ago. No. Uh, but it's all bliss. Still, right? <laughs> I mean, well, it should be. Yes. Uh, I think it caught that well. Hopefully, it caught that nicely. Yeah. So, congratulations on the whole wedding thing. Uh, it's, it's kind of. I mean, she knows you own a brewery, right? Yes, she does. And the 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 biggest joke amongst her friends and everything else is that she's a wino, not a beer person. So they're like, "So you're a wine person?" She goes, "Yeah." And you married a brewer? She goes, "Yep." They're like, "You couldn't have chosen like a." Like a wine person, I was like, it's called a vintner, but no, um, she chose a she chose a brewer, um, and so it, it's a it's a whole lot of fun though. Um, a quest is to find a beer that she likes. Turns out she's into sours, so that works out. You know, it's like when gangplanks around, she really likes gangplanks. So there are beers she likes. It's just not your, you know, it's not lagers, it's not IPAs, it's not red ales. It's 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 things more on the spectrum of wine, which makes some sense. Yeah. Uh, you know, sours kind of get to that some of that kind of uh, mm-hmm. that that direction. Um, that said, she she also likes some oddly sweeter beers, which is shocking because you know it's kind of the the entire different flavor palette. So, so you're saying tart sub three point four pH beers or lactose beers, which is an interesting thing for me being a lager guy. So. Uh, but so Rand, uh, we just popped that. That was that beautiful sound. Whenever you hear that sound, some brewer somewhere gets a woody. Um, uh, and what it is is Rand is a Belgian Golden Strong that was fermented in fresh American oak barrels for three months uh, before being put into the bottle to bottle condition um, and to make all the carbonation. Um, so the cool thing about it is typically Belgian Golden Strongs, you get some phenolics, you get some of those so this cloves, uh, spice kind of character. But with the wood, it really helped mellow it out. You got a lot of wood character. That's what she said. Um, 
Which means that it, it, it mellowed out. So it's not like French oak. It's not butter. But it, it really gives a lot of the really great first things that you get in a whiskey. It kind of came into this beer and really helped round off the edges. It is 9%, but it's not overbearing. Very, very cool product. But yeah, we'll see my, what you my, think. My hairs on my arm went up, which is a sign that it's delicious. <laughs> or ABV. <laughs> one or well, the other. It could be both. Is. I mean, it could be both. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It could be both. Yeah, we came out... Before the day before the anniversary party that you guys had, we came out and you sampled, ran for us, and Jason, our videographer, uh, production manager over here, he took home a case. And yep. so over the over, since then, he'll just send me a picture of him drinking Rand. That's fantastic. He said he just told me he was almost out, so he was he was worried about getting more. So uh, he's going to come and re up here shortly. Are you telling me he hasn't been sober since that day he went out to back pew? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, what exactly is that's sober objective. mean? <laughs> Jason's in you for a world of hurt, but he's trying to. He's, he needs more, otherwise that hangover is going to kick in. I'll be honest, man. That day at back pew, I mean, it turned into a uh, night, and I think it's, it's continued until this show. Oh, you so. were the one that wanted to bring the RV on and, and, and sleep on the property. Okay. Well, well, there were some people camping that night. <laughs> there actually was there a camp actually, out that night. Yeah, there, there was a... There actually was a camp out a that night. A brewery camp it, out that it night. It just got fueled by Rand, which... I don't know what kind of party. Well, I can imagine what kind of party that is. I've been to. I mean, we camp out at Renfest every year. I have a good idea. Well, what kind like, of party like Renfest. Yeah, I think it would be a pretty good gauge of how a brewery camp out would go. It would. I mean, it, if it's not, I'm sad for the people who camped out. I, I hope <laughs> that that's how it turned out because that makes me happy. No, uh, it, we just got some feedback that it was indeed that way. <laughs> <laughs> I was real close to um, spending the night that night because, you know, it's Porter. Well, you, and you also started with some Hapazunas, which and was uh, a little heavy hitter there. And you were like, yeah, I'll just have a couple of these. And then he just went from 8.7 to 9. And then he had a couple of those. And he was like, hmm. Got to start off strong. Well, I mean, you know, if you don't start out strong, you can't. You, then you then the middle, you, you do the middle strong, and then you finish strong. And that just means you did the whole thing strong, you know. <laughs> uh, that, that's just the way that that works. I mean, you know, it's kind of like I don't know, Tom. You run. You I know, do. Some people talk run. about pacing. I think you know. I think the really hardcore guys are just like, nah. Like, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just going. Well, I mean, no, everything's a pace. But so. If your pace is three and a half minute miles, I think you're just <laughs> going. They, they just cranked it up. They went to eleven and just went. There you go. It seems like a reasonable that's joke that's to make in House of Blues. That's how you get a PR. You know, ne next week we're going to have uh, uh, Brock on here. And I need a. I, I run the Houston Half Marathon. The, uh, and St. Arnold has a. They have a booth right at mile 12, right before you. You know. And my. I'm so addicted to all this liquid goodness. Right before I'm, all I'm the, running that thing. the true pain happens. <laughs> right. And like. And like mile I, 12. It's mile 12, right? It's, it's right before the end. And I, and I see it. My, I immediately turn in. I'm like, oh, beer. Very good. I'm like, you know, you idiot. You get, get back running. So I think next week I am. Get it when you're done. <laughs> Not now. You must wait. <laughs> I liked when uh, St. Arnold sponsored the Beer Mile, which was like three or four years ago now at this point. And there was an event. It was down 288, the Sportsplex. And there was you had to, you had to chug five St. Arnold beers throughout the whole course, but you you know, ran or walked like me a mile, <laughs> and which I found that a lot of us walked a mile. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet there was a lot of people who from zero to the first what one fifth of a mile ran reasonably quickly. 
there, there was that, there was always like, the people oh. right out the gate. They're like, I'm first, and then they're yeah. quickly like, ah, okay, now I'm last. <laughs> or they didn't make it at all. Uh, yeah. Those are those overachievers. That's what you get. I, I don't know. Tom Tom does all these marathons. You did one in Austin this last weekend. You did one in uh, New Orleans the weekend before. I mean, it was just yeah. The well, like during COVID. Speaking of beer miles, the uh, Johnster does a ref on a. We got very bored and um, very, like it, it, you, you miss people. Only, only people you see are the people you worked with. Like during the like, especially like last summer, the heart of like everything. And then um, at one point, it was a bunch of us were like, "Hey, we should do a." One of our buddies' wives went out of town, which immediately turned to, "Hey, it's well, time for a party. Let's do, let's do something really stupid." Yeah. And, the, um, and so we had. Um, we set up in this guy's neighborhood, uh, Garrett, who uh, is the main owner of No Label. We set up where it was like, oh, we're going to have a cooler of beer in one place. And one kilometer down, we'll have another cooler of beer. And everyone starts. They, uh, they, they, they drink their beer. They run a kilometer, drink another beer, come back. Mm. And, like, and basically, you'll have like five, six beers. Was it beer cricket? Run five kilometers. What? Was it beer cricket, basically? Like a long beer cricket? Well, it was a craft beer 5K. Okay. And like, but you, in order to to go to the next kilometer, you had to fin- you had to finish your beer. So like it was kind of so you had to stand wherever you were, finish the beer, then start running. Ah, nice. And so and John, the, 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 like, I I didn't run. I no. drove the cart and videoed this whole thing. Just oversaw. <laughs> he, he was like the John was like the ref. He's like, no, you don't don't you start moving until you start you know finish that beer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tom I, puked. I puked I, yep. while running. Yeah. But, I, but I won. Which he is... did win. <laughs> I don't know what he won, uh, but <laughs> pride. The best was the last person as they're running through after doing all that, right? Like a 5K, chugging all the beers, get to the end, open up the ice chest, and there's nothing but perpetual peace for him to drink. <laughs> it's well, he he, he said things to us tougher. that can't be said on the radio. <laughs> well, Carl, Carl, Carlos well, I mean, was there. you know, if, that, if, that, if that's what you got left, you just got to you got to man up and get it done. That's what you get for being an overachiever. It was uh, it was definitely fun. Uh, so I think I think uh, I think what Tom's trying to say is uh, we need to talk about doing a beer mile over a back pew because yes, we have with, with this plenty at the of end. space. Well, it's, it's difficult because we we do have the space, but really where you want to run is down sorters, and if you've ever been down sorters, you don't want to run down sorters. So these big, heavy things are called sand trucks. They carry large amounts of sand, and they're heavy. And you as a person would just kind of be like a mosquito to most vehicles. <laughs> and so it's a really bad thing. Like, every now and then you see somebody brave enough to try it, but they're, like, off in the woods kind of thinking, like, yeah, what but the can hell we, can we build a track, you know, around the property, you know, and, and it might be. We could be... try. We could try. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm down for it. It's just uh, most people have told me that they don't like running in circles. I was like, well, that's what I got. Well, it's kind of like a square. So if you don't like circles, I got squares. Like, you know, whatever. You know, we, we can, we, you do you. You know, if you, want to, if you want to cut the corners off, you got yourself an oval. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to judge. <laughs> Shortcuts. <laughs> Shortcuts. <laughs> yeah, just, but, yeah, it, it would be fun. And the, the one that we did that was down there, I mean, it was a really good time. At the end, there was, like, a DJ, all this stuff going on. My nephew won the costume contest, <laughs> you know, and all these crazy things were happening. And then it just never happened again in Houston. So, yeah. I mean, these happen. No label would be good as well. We, we were talking about this a couple weeks ago just randomly that you put on one where you were like John, John, John's sitting here and he's just like how hard is it to just like rent out Allen Parkway 
have some police officers, have a park downtown, end with the live music and the band. Uh, it seems pretty easy. It was like it, was nothing calling. about this that sounds easy. <laughs> then he started calling some people. It was like, oh, man, I have to do that. So real quick, I know the segment's almost over, but let's give a shout-out to us introverts. 2020 wasn't that bad of a year, okay? We, we, we persevered as introverts. We had a good year last year, minus maybe some other things. I'm going to give everybody out there a shout-out to us introverts. We had a great year. We handled it like champs. This was a good thing. I was like, I don't get it. I mean, yeah, so I didn't have to go in some awkward situations. I didn't have to force myself out of my box. It was a good time. There, I caught up on some Netflix. Well, 2021 pretty... is to be a reckoning, my friend. I know. I'm yeah, screwed. Was, but, uh, I'm I mean... like, oh, man, like, people want to talk to me again. They're trying to hug me. Like, oh, I got to deal with that again. No, uh, not that I don't like that, but just, just going to throw it out there. We talked about we, we've gone down on 2020. That's what she said. And, uh, but we <laughs> need to bring it back to say that as introverts, <laughs> we kind of love 2020. We don't want it all the time. But know that we, we secretly are going, wasn't a bad year. I'm not that much of good. an introvert, but I will say there were no, you're some, not much definitely at all. some great things <laughs> that happened, you know, last year. I mean, for one, Texas, you can get beer and alcohol delivered from restaurants. Yeah, that's pretty rad. Yeah, that's, that's one good. thing that is actually really huge. But not on 1145 a.m. on a Sunday. Well, that, <laughs> that's, we're that's working a, our Sunday way there. One step that at we a time. Change. Yeah, one step at a time. One thing that us drunks know is that you can't go more than one step at a time. Because introvert, if you do, introvert drunks. you're coming right back down three or four steps. <laughs> uh, it, it truly is like one step forward and three steps back. But, yeah, getting the alcohol delivered was big. What else happened in COVID? Uh, uh, SpaceX land, uh, met the Interna- International Space Station. I know that because I was running PCR at the time. Nobody knows what the hell I'm talking about. I'm proud of you. Tiger King. But it was yeah. it was good. Tiger King <laughs> happened. Everybody forgot about that. I know that 2020 probably happened because of that Cheryl Baskin. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. And on that note, I think we just time to listen to some more Powell Brothers. Uh, this is Drink of Ages Radio Show here at House of Blues. Everybody stay tuned. We'll be right back. Have an event in mind and looking for a place that is fun and beer is involved? Host your next event at a brewery. At Spindletap, they have full venue rental and partial rental options that are perfect for company events, birthday parties, weddings, receptions, and more. Host a memorable event at a venue that offers a fun atmosphere and many amenities. Email info at spindletap.com or call 713-325-1477 to get more details. Key T Wellness, our friends down in Dickinson, is where you need to go if you're feeling sluggish, non-energetic, and non-motivated, not just when you're hungover. Get to know your numbers. As we get a little older, our hormone levels change, men and women. Key T Wellness can help. Weight loss, hormone optimization, low testosterone, B12, Botox, and more. Stop in and tell them that you heard it on Drink of Ages and get a free B12 shot. KeyTWellness.com. Why not feel your best again? KeyTWellness.com. Weekends are a great time to check out Megaton Brewing in Kingwood. Jared, Chris, and the gang have created a badass place to kick back and enjoy a few beers. 
big stouts, approachable sours, and plenty of hoppy brews are on tap at Megaton. Lots of space to hold your birthday party, corporate outing, or any event in one of the most unique tap rooms in the Houston area. Check them out on social media for their concert and event schedule. Megaton Brewery. Hope to see everyone at the vault. Eureka Heights has been making interesting and approachable and fun beer since 2016. If you like awards, they got them. How about two gold medals at the Great American Beer Festival, the largest beer competition in the United States? The beers include flagships like Buckle Bunny Cream Ale, one of my all-time favorites, Mini Boss IPA, to seasonals like Neon Moon Belgian Single, plus launching soon, Fizzy Pants Hard Seltzer. You can find their tasty beverages all across Houston or at the Tap Room located in the Heights. The Tap Room is currently open Thursday through Sunday and is probably jamming out some Yacht Rock right now, keeping it smooth and mellow. Eureka Heights, grab some beers and some high fives. You may have noticed there have been quite a few changes at No Label and they are steadily pumping out tasty brews. With their new head brewer trailer bringing in his West Coast brewing skills, taps have been flowing with lots of hoppy deliciousness like Cowboy West Coast IPA. I'm real excited about what they're doing on the West Side. Tap Room is open seven days a week, very family and dog friendly. Make the short trip to Katie and see what is happening at No Label. Follow them on social media for events and beer releases, No Label Brewing Company.
All right, welcome back to Drink of Ages Radio Show here on ESPN 97.5. I'm John Denman, Tom Painter, Bobby Harrell. I'm Bobby Harrell. You are Bobby Harrell. And practice that. We are hanging out at House of Blues. Bobby just killed it again. Apparently, we just killed that keg. It's a shame. So, it's a shame. Yeah, we were throwing down a lot of chola, but apparently we threw down a lot more chola. Than we, the, the, the problem is we could have thrown down a lot more chola. I like to think about the future and the potential of what could be. I'm a, I'm a glass half empty. Well, That doesn't make any sense, but I just like the future. <laughs> Yeah, looking across the table I don't now. Know, the like, yeah, I, don't know, I don't know how to fill time. I'm not. I, I don't know what to do. You fill it with um, uh, Schneiderbox, Modelo, and whatever that can is that's sitting right there. All right, beer segment time. Me beer. We just canned this yesterday. So Ooh, here's fresh. a little bit about how this happened. Put it with the mic. <laughs> so me beer. Uh, for those of you not playing the I'm watching at home game, uh, the me beer branding might strike a chord with some of you who are familiar with fun movies um and so no i didn't do it just because i wanted my name on a label it just happened to be you know very uh fortuitous that way me beer is actually it used to be called back pubitor back pubitor is our is our blonde doppelbach well we used to do it only for oktoberfest and i wanted to bring it to market um, as you know leo has come on with us and what i hear a lot about is hazy ipas Hazy IPAs, hazy IPAs. As all of you know, I like filtered, beautiful beer. So it's a very hard conundrum to be in because hazy IPAs sell. Um, but so do beautiful golden lager beers. So what I said was, I'm doing a beer for me, and this is that. This is a blonde Doppelbach, 10%. Um, beautiful. It's decocted. It's lagered. It's just absolutely beautiful. And so we had to give it the appropriate branding as well as as these 16-ounce cans come to market, you'll notice that if you're not first, your last is accompanied by a shotgun hole. So you Fantastic. and your friends have fun. Just don't drive after because it, it is all of the 10. In fact, it's about 10.3%. So enjoy that. But it's a beautiful, beautiful lager beer. Like I said, we were getting a little bit. You heard the, you heard the ran little pop there, the Brewer Woody. This is a true just Brewer Beautiful Elegance beer in terms of everything it can be. Now, interestingly, people have asked me what's different between that and Seder's. Well, Seder's is a more traditional Dunkelsbach. Uh, here's a little bit of beer knowledge for everybody. So Dunkelsbach, um, you're gonna have more amber colors to it, more of your caramel notes. Uh, they're coming maybe from some caramel grains, but it's that darker, more amber color. This blonde Doppelbach is different in that it is a more like straw hay colored beer. Um, all the color derived from uh, longer decoction. Um, yes, I said cock. I think I'd say that on the radio. Um, whereas a, tr a, a traditional, uh, as a traditional <laughs> Doppelbach will be more of a even deeper amber color. Um, so it is a different kind of, of Doppelbach, but I think just especially for the Houston Heat, just beautiful. And so you don't know it's 10.3%, but you certainly will feel it after a couple. Uh, in fact, my uh, one of my delivery drivers took some home to his uh, his girlfriend last night, and uh, she went through the full range of. I'm never, she, let's just say she ended on, I'm never drinking that again. So you know it was a good night. Sure. This is Monday. It was a good Monday for him. And so he was stoked. Full circle. <laughs> he, he was stoked. She was not. <laughs> he had a great She'll night. She'll be back Saturday. She has, she has Don't worry regrets. about it. Now what do you guys think? Uh, I will tell you this. It doesn't drink like the high ABV that it is. And yeah, what's up with all these deceptively dangerous beers? <laughs> 
No fusel alcohols. That's fermentation, baby. But you guys have given the science to the microphone. Y'all need to step in soon or else y'all are going to lose some viewership. I don't know. Or, well, listenership. Because uh, it's pretty soon they're going to be like, ah, PBS, turn. Hmm. Okay. Or I can say this beer, well, you'll, you'll end up after a couple of them not wearing pants. It happens. That's I how saw you get that. viewership. That wow. happened to me last Saturday. I had two of them. <laughs> and then I was very comfortable. Well, you I, know, I didn't know why. Recently married and all. It was at the brewery. It was just after hours. <laughs> I don't brewery. know. They told me uh, to go home. It's my brewery. That was a weird situation to be in. But I took their advice. Uh, when that moment happens, you have had too many. Like, I did. Like, the, when, when, like, I, I when, had when, two. When, when, I can still I can still count them, and I still could count them. I proved that. No, um, but. It, that is the really brilliant thing about um, high ABV loggers is that because of the crisp cleanness behind it, in any large ABV beer, um, when done correctly, you don't have the fusel alcohols that burn that you get from maybe inferior spirits. They often come in a plastic jug. Um, you get that little bit of burn that makes you go, mmm, college. Um, that burn is what we call fusel alcohols or higher alcohols. They're alcohols non-ethanol. Ethanol relatively is flavorless and it doesn't really burn. Um, once, you start to, once you start to feel those and taste those and your eyes burn a little bit, those are what we call higher alcohols or fusel alcohols. And that usually comes, at least in the beer industry, from fermentation-based uh, instances. So um, that, is, that is one of the key things, um, and, and I think it's really important to do that. Obviously, I'm, I'm passionate about this. We, aren't gonna, we, we have a limited amount of time, so uh, should we, you want to wax, wax intellectual, come visit me at the brewery sometime. Um, for now, we will just suffice to say that that is a really fun way to drink large uh, lager beers is uh, when you don't know that you're drinking large lager beers. Yeah. I mean, just, Tom? I just, I just went to school. Fill us in, Tom. Fill us in. This is Drink of Ages. We're talking about beer, damn it. I know. I'm going to talk about I, beer. It's, it's I, I, I just went to my mind's This eye. is why I'm only on here once a year. The only problem is that it's like the third segment. We like, took a like year-long break, so let's we, we should have this started what happens. off with first this two, one. First segment, you'll notice I'm quiet. Second segment, I start to say more goofy things. Third segment, I'm going like, all right, here's what's wrong with this, and here's why I love this. And the sad part is it's not alcohol-fueled. I just, I don't know. I guess it just, I get more brave. I don't know what happens. But and, and either the bonus, way. The bonus segment will be a master class. <laughs> I don't know. That's when Bobby takes the stage and he grabs a guitar. No, no, we don't want that. No, we don't want that. While the Powell guys behind me, I'm like, oh yeah, look at me, I'm playing a guitar, and you guys are gonna give me like the tambourines. I'll be like, yeah, it's a guitar. Um, no, I've seen a guitar, um, but I know I can't play one. I don't have the right fingers. Tri clamps, golden. Guitar, no. Not so much. Not so much. Let's leave it to the professionals. Now, this beer is really good and is way, you know, I say this a lot about, you know, like beers. I'm like, man, this, that beer is pretty easy to drink. But for the ABV on this one, this one is way too easy to drink. And I will say if you pour it over some vanilla ice cream, it would be even better. I mean, just oh, that much better. Reinskabot, my John, friend. are you thinking about dessert? My Reinskabot. Usually. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, 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 so it's launching next week. We we held it because Trello's out right now, but just know that it's going to be hitting. But, but before then, you can get it at the brewery. It's a very small launch, so know if you're interested in trying it, which I hope you are because it is really delicious. I want you to get a chance to try it. Um, get it because it's uh, kind of one once a year thing. And so 
Um, very excited about it, but I wanted to come share it with you because we just canned it yesterday. So um, with, the, with the very stupid branding and everything else, I figured it'd be up y'all's alley. It's delicious. Uh, but you know what's also delicious is that rand. Where did that bottle go? You know the thing <laughs> is, it's over there somewhere. Yeah, Rod, Rodney got a hold of it, which means I don't, I don't have much faith. There's much less. It is circulating. Well, it's gone now. <laughs> uh, he, he shared it. He sh- he says he shared it. So let's let's trust him. It's he's, gone a, he's a now. trustworthy fellow. It's lost to the yeah the ether. Well, what's uh what else is happening over at Back to You, man? What's coming up? Uh, here in a couple weeks, we have Nightbird, uh, a Fleetwood Mac tribute band. They are awesome. Um, so we got that going on, which we're pretty excited about. Um, like I said, this last week we were, we launched Chola. This upcoming week we will launch Me Beer, unless you come to the brewery, in which case you can get it there. Um, uh, here in a couple weeks, we're gonna have Hapazuna uh, launching to market very soon. And the the big thing actually that I, I wanted to to talk about briefly is uh, people who I hope you're familiar with Hyperlight. It's our ultralight-style lager beer. Uh, we match Michelob Ultra for carbs, calories, and ABV. The difference is ours is gluten-reduced, and we are the official beer of the Texas VFW. So when you buy our product, we give to the Texas VFW, so you're helping veterans. Um, we've been told that people don't like buying six-packs of that because it's not enough. And so we're taking up one hundred pack. We're, we're about to launch 12-packs. <sighs> so... Um, we're about to, we're going to do that right before Memorial Day, and so we're going to do a big push for that. So show us that uh, that uh, all the effort we're about to put into filling those damn things is not to waste. Uh, no, but um, but very seriously, it's a cool thing because we've raised a lot of money for the VFW. We want to raise a lot more money for the VFW Foundation. Uh, it's great beer for for uh, you know being a lager beer, being a light lager beer, and it's just it has a great um, attachment in the VFW in the Texas VFW Foundation because they really do help veterans. So um, just know it's coming when you see it. Uh, when you're thinking about picking up Miller Light, Bud Light, Coors Light, Michelob Ultra, I can tell you we're very price competitive, and uh, yeah, just know that it's going back to your Texas veterans. So yeah, and not um, only that, just supporting thing. a local brewery that's making a yeah. really great beer. It's a win-win-win all around. For yeah, sure. it's definitely uh, that is my golf beer. It works. I mean, it, it's it's well, the it nice thing is it tastes like beer. It tastes like beer as opposed to. I'm not that, saying that it. Nice. I mean, it works in one way. It, it does not work in a lot of ways <laughs> in my golf game. But. My golf game is really cool, actually. I drive that cart like a mother. Like I just get that mother. I, I get it right in there. It's on. It's I stay on the cart pass unless they tell me I can go on the fairway. I'm awesome. You take me with you golfing, I'll keep that right Just in line. be the designated golf cart driver. I, I've done that life. But I won't wash your balls. <laughs> uh, on that note. <laughs> well, it's been fun. I'll see yeah, y'all next I mean, year. That yeah, was the, been a whole lot uh, of fun. Uh, once a year. I made it. It was uh, April. Usually this is a March thing, so they punted me a little extra. Yeah, uh, yeah. But no, uh, it's, uh, thanks for having me, guys. I want to appreciate it. Hey, thanks to staff here at House of Blues. Big shout out to those guys. We just appreciate that. And uh, but now I guess you have to close it out properly. I just wanted to thank them very much for coming. Now it's been it's always fun hanging out with you, Bobby, because uh, you, you always throw out different insight that we normally don't get on the show. And then uh, when we really start talking about beer, I like the way you, you describe the beer. We need to get you and those true anomaly guys together in the room. It's like the gatekeeper and the key master. <laughs> those guys. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if the world could handle that just yet. But the beer world. Now it was fantastic. Uh, we're gonna kick back. We're gonna talk to the Powell brothers for a little Not bit right. and uh, figure out what they have going on coming up that everybody can go see. But. 
you guys are open. Uh, what's the tap room hours? Uh, so Friday, 11 to, to 9, Saturday, noon to 7, and Sunday, 1 to 5. So come on out. We also have, of course, we have to go beer orders at any given time. But, um, but yeah, no, it, those are our times to come out, hang out with us. We've got 14 acres, Kitty Play Place, all that good stuff. Uh, plenty of space to, to spread out and live music on Saturdays. So um, come see us. We're really not that far, I promise. It's not that scary. Uh, we're just off 59. All right. Appreciate you, Bobby. All right, I want to thank everybody for listening to this week's show. And if you want to listen to any of the old shows sponsored by No Label Brewing Company, you can find them on SoundCloud, iTunes, and various dark places on the web. And everybody be safe this week. Oh, next week, we'll be here. St. Arnold Brewing Company, Brock Wagner is going to be here. And music by Photon Mechanics. Uh, It's going to be a good time. Cinco de Mayo show. All right, everybody be safe. Talk to you next week. Call me home, man.